You said you wanted me to have your babies. Hello and welcome back to College Chicks Chapel. Baby. Baby. It's probably the worst intro we've ever done. No. And half of you may not even understand where that's coming from. If you know, you know. But the other half, I hope you appreciate that. Yeah. And I'm sure they did. Well, anyways, I'm your host, Mary, and that is Karina. <laughs> that right there. In all of her glory this <laughs> evening. Um, but I feel as though I am currently surrounded by Karina, and I feel like the best version of myself right now. Oh, Because I'm with you. My bestie, the person that I feel most comfortable around, so I'm able to be myself. Same here. Ditto. Okay, so that brings me to one. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Okay, perfect. No, thank you, really. But that brings me to ask, what are we talking about today on College Chicks Chapel? Today, we are talking about um, our surroundings and mainly going into the people we surround ourselves with. So we're going to go into kind of like what our friend groups were like in high school and now in college and how we've changed by transitioning through different friend groups. And how, you know, of course, the people you surround yourself with is very important as to far, like, you know, going into your self-development and everything. But also, we're going to kind of take two different perspectives here and say how it's very important, of course. But there's also a degree where it's like the people you surround yourself with, you know, it's okay if they're not the greatest people because you're still going to have a lot to learn from them. You're still going to put yourself in the midst of a lot of diversity. If they have different mindsets than you, different outlooks on life, you know, that's a great thing. It's not bad. Yeah, I I love that. And because when I brought up the idea of this episode, I just wanted to like preach to you all about like the importance of surrounding yourself with like good level-headed people who share the same values with you. But as Karina started talking, I was like, you know what? Like, you're right. Like I've learned some of the most important and influential things about myself from people who I think are complete pieces of shit. Cock on. (laughs) Yeah, shit. Um, But, and I was going to say too, is I feel like that is one of my favorite things about this podcast. And I feel like what makes us unique is like the whole premise of it is like nothing is like black and white. Like, Mm -hmm our spirituality and like being a little bit crazy you know yeah it's not black and white and neither is this and we're gonna go into spirituality a little bit too because I know we've strayed from that in a lot of episodes but I do feel like this ties in so that is what we're gonna be talking about today and Karina why don't you start and like tell us about like the person you were in like before you got to college and how your surroundings impacted that. Ooh, okay. Well, before I got to college, I, you know, high school was kind of my transitioning period. College, freshman year, though, was when I really started becoming the person I wanted to become. And I can largely attribute that to Chico, just bringing me out of my shell and exposing me to 
life on my own. Life know? struck throat from yeah. COVID. <laughs> but yeah, <STDs>. really. <laughs> no, but I really have to attribute it to like, yeah. But like the social culture in Chico is like nowhere else. Yeah. Which yeah. is truly Period amazing. Queen. <laughs> but it's truly like an amazing trait of Chico mm-hmm. is just the social culture. And that really, yeah, brought me out of my shell. And I don't think I'd be the, like, as fun of a person as I am right now. Maybe I'm not even that fun. No, you're But fine. I'd definitely be a lot you're less You're dynamic. Fun. You're dynamic. I'm going to use that word. That's a good word. Yeah. 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 Um, you're dynamic. You're dynamic. <laughs> but, yes, especially elementary school. Sorry, especially middle school. I was no, we're very. we're taking it back to middle school. Yes, very, very shy, very quiet. Me too. Um, yeah, honestly, literally to the point where it was rude how quiet I was. Because Same. Like, I was that girl in class where, like, I'd say something and people would be like, whoa, she can talk. Like, literally. it would be like, it was bad. Yes. Like, bad, bad. Yeah, and I remember I was so shy around my brother's friends, apparently, because, you know, they were dudes. They were the opposite sex. They were older. And, like, when I was in elementary school, middle school, I would, like, come downstairs to my room, and they'd all be hanging out in the living room, and I wouldn't say hi. I'd just walk by and <laughs> not say anything. That's kind of, that's rude. Sister's a bitch. Literally. Like, yeah. Yeah, but it's, um, like, it's not like you were intentionally rude. It just. No, and they knew, like, I was just really quiet. Um, yeah, and in middle school, middle school was definitely the roughest part of my upbringing, especially seventh grade. I don't really know how, but during middle school, like during the lunch periods and everything, I would, I was like a part of the like so-called popular group and I would hang out with them, but I attributed nothing to that group. I you never attributed nothing? Yes. I never said anything, mm-hmm. literally hardly ever spoke in that group. Don't even know why I was there. I was literally just there. I I contributed nothing, and I yeah. don't even know why I was a part of that group. Don't even know why I was friends. With you them. just probably walked up behind them one day and just decided to stand started there. to tag along. Yeah, yeah, yeah so odd. Um, but yeah, so now in college, I'm definitely, you know, closer to the person I ultimately want to be, and. Um, I think I'm, I'm socially more put together. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I like that. Yeah. What about you? As for me, um, I'm trying to think. So in high school, I, I always told Karina, like, the, if I was cool, I don't know if I always tell you this, but I tell people if I was cool, it's because, like, I was cheer captain. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, if I was cool, that's why, but I don't really think I was, so, like, that's, that was what I had going for me, but I, like, I also did, like, competitive cheer, so I was always at practice of some form, whether it was, like, high school practice or comp practice, and my teammates were literally my only friends, like, I didn't talk to anyone else, really, I didn't want to, like, my teammates and my boyfriend, um, I didn't want to, and I'm still kind of that way today, honestly. This is, like, a tangent, but, like, even my roommate was, like, it's, like, tough to, like, 
I don't know what the right word is. Like, it gets tough to like really get close with me. Well, that's a good thing, though, because you're not just one to lay everything out the first time you meet each other. You know, it's like it's like unwrapping the treasure, unwrapping a gift. It takes, there's layers. Like, there I'm is. Not, you know, it's like an onion. <laughs> it's like, you okay, crying. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's true, but I feel like for me it takes, like, a little bit, like, it takes a really long time. Unless I really vibe with you. Mm-hmm. And that's hurt me a few times because I, like, I'm also naturally very introverted, so I, like, tend to isolate myself. But bottom line is I'm not really as much like that anymore. But in high school, it was really bad because besides, like, my teammates, I didn't feel like I had friends who it filled me up to be around. I felt like it drained me to be around them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, my mom was always, like, dude, like, your friends are kind of shitty, like, yeah, she was, like, you're so much, like, more of a person to have, like, friends like that, and I'm, like, yeah, mom, like, I, I know, but, like, I don't, like, send my, like, send one my way that's not shitty, like, I don't know where to, like, find that, you know, because I didn't always, like, put in super amount of effort to making friends, and then, um, freshman year, I, didn't really click with my roommate either so I didn't I literally felt like the worst like I didn't I hated it I felt like in once I started surrounding myself with people who had a lot going for them people who worked hard people who like reminded me of myself and like my values and people who like I don't know, just want to, like, build you up and, like, take the time to get to know you. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, like, really came out of my shell. And, like, yes, of course, I'm able to, like, sustain myself and be my own person. But I didn't feel as confident, like, before I met those people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And my mom, too, you know, growing up, she would always like question why I was friends with certain people to this day. That's been like an ongoing thing with me and my mom. And she'll like ask me like, why are you friends with this person or these people? And she has always urged me like, or no, she's always urged me to get better friends. And yeah, it's kind of like, okay, then you get find me. Yeah. (laughs) Like what? Like, I, I totally agree. That's, like, me now talking from. to my mom about guys. She's, like, dude, you're so much fucking better than yeah. that. And I'm, like, I know, but, like. True. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah. And, I mean, I obviously totally agree with my mom. And that's just her being motherly and, like, looking out for me, wanting to have good friends and everything, which I appreciate. Um, but kind of, like, getting into another thing. Like, one way I've looked at the people I surround myself with and this is putting in like one perspective that we talked about how we're going to throw in two here just to give this like podcast more dimension um one perspective I've kind of always had is like yes some of my friends or even a lot of my friends like don't have the greatest lifestyles they do drugs I don't do drugs um literally I didn't even if you do it's okay (laughs) Yeah, literally, I didn't start cussing until, like, 
college. What? I fucking. <laughs> and now I'm fucking. <laughs> I literally, oh, literally in second grade, I made an oath to myself, like the deepest thing I've ever done. And I would never say a cuss word in my entire life. Oh, then, really? Yes. In second grade, me and, like, eight of my friends sat around in a circle at lunchtime saying, fuck, cunt. <laughs> like, really? literally in the side of the field. Oh, my God. Just because we were, like, ooh, like, I don't know. It was, yeah. like, devious. <laughs> that's funny Dang. you bring that up because that's, like, a core memory for me. Yeah. No, and then just, like, slowly as I got older, I was, like, okay, Karina, that is just, like, unrealistic. And I hate to break it to you, but you're going to have to break that promise yeah. you made to yourself. I remember I was so disappointed because I was like, yeah, this isn't realistic, but I don't want to break this promise. The only promise I've made to myself. Bye. And I did, which sucks, but I was like, I, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know? But you're on a tangent. Yes, sorry. I am no, on a tangent. No, it's okay. Um, thanks, Mom, for reminding me. But yeah, so I've just had friends that are very different from me in a lot of aspects lifestyle, religion, um, socially very different, family-wise. Um, and, yeah, my mom has just always wanted me to have a good, solid group of Christian friends, which, honestly, I've wanted too. No, no harm in that. But it's, like, kind of my defense, I guess you could say, whenever she would bring this up, is, like, Yes, mom, I have these friends who do these things that aren't that great, but they're their own person. They can make their own decisions, and I don't let their decisions affect me. Like, unless I only let people, like, affect me positively. Like, if, and one thing I. And I, that says a lot about, like, who you are as a person, because I feel like, in order for that to happen, you have to be, like, very sure of yourself, you know? Yeah, and I think one thing I I do think I've been very good at is I don't cave under peer pressure. And I've, I've always been, like, even in high school, like, very good with peer pressure, where, like, I'm not afraid to literally... Not peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Going back Poor to... thing. <laughs> what is it? Stop bullying. Yeah. Like, those campaigns in high school that you... Yeah. <laughs> Red Women <laughs> Week. <laughs> Never mind. Some senior um, Yeah, sorry. But yeah, so I I admit I, I have been very good as far as just standing my ground in terms of peer pressure and, um, you know, substances being introduced to me. Like, it doesn't scare me to say no to that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, you know, and that's what I would tell my mom. I'm like, mom, like, trust me. They, I do not let them influence me. Like, I'm my own person. They're their own person. They can do what I want, or they, they can do what they want. And ultimately, I'm going to do what I know is best for me. And so she's, like, seen that side, and she's been like, okay, I understand. Um, and I've also said, like, you know, being around people with different mindsets, different views on life, different beliefs, like, that's a beautiful thing. Like, you don't want to be surrounded by people with the same mindset as you, um, you know, because you're just going to get trapped in a bubble of like-minded people, and it's going to close off your mind. You're not going to become as open-minded. You're not going to see as many different 
viewpoints of the world. Um, and yeah, it's just gonna like close you off to a lot of things that you could experience through different people of diversity. Yeah, I think you're totally right. And like, I brought up to like, I was like, could you imagine existing somewhere? And I don't know if a place like this exists. I hope it doesn't. But where you are never exposed to things or people that hurt you, you're never exposed to different points of view, you're never exposed to like toxicity or like scary situations or things out of your comfort zone. You're just, you're, you always have the perfect friends for you, the perfect life and the perfect, you know, situations, like nothing goes wrong, but it's like, how are you going to grow from that? Like, Mm -hmm. how are you going to like take anything away from that at the end of the day? Yeah. And that's the thing is like, yeah, if I was just raised with a group of Christian people and that's just who I surround myself with constantly. You'd be so boring. Exactly. And I would just not know anything else that's out there. Like if I met someone who's not Christian, I'd be like, whoa, okay, you're different. You're weird. Yeah. I'm Christian. You're not. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and there's people out there like that. And it's yeah. disgust. Like, I'm sorry. No. You probably think like maybe it's okay, but I think it's literally disgusting. It is. Yeah. And that, and like that is also one of the reasons why I wanted to have this podcast mm-hmm. is because I'm like, not all Christian people are like, I don't know, shove this yeah. shit down your throat. Like it's, Oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally makes my skin crawl, so. Yeah, me too. So with all that being said, I do think it's important to open yourself up to people and experiences that are out of your comfort zone, that you think you might get hurt in, that don't align with your values. Not on purpose and not necessarily often, but it's like, I wouldn't shy away from it because there's a lot of growth to be had. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I wouldn't seek out people who are just like fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, don't be like me. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, obviously, sorry, that was just an obvious statement, but I just felt like I needed to make that clear. That's not what we're saying. Yeah, our whole premise is like surround yourself with people who bring out the most in you. Like mm-hmm. what we're really trying to drive home right now. But like I said, there's still growth to be had in people who aren't like that. Yeah, and it's a beautiful thing to surround yourself with very different people yeah. from you. So, mm-hmm. yep. Okay, and my next thing was about how um, surrounding yourself with people who bring out the best in you is good for your work ethic, your morale in general, your schedule even, your motivation. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I think, um, like, I have a few examples. Like, one of my old roommates two years ago, my sophomore year, she was very on top of everything. She has so many different um, outlets in her life, so many different, like, she has a business, she has school, she oh, yeah. studies a lot, um, and she just pours out. Like, she's a great woman. Yes, like 110% into every outlet. And at the end of the day, she's exhausted, which is how you should be at the end of the day. And that, like, my sophomore year gave me just a lot of drive. So I was like, dang, she's, like, killing it. Like, 
she's doing all these things like with her full effort involved and I'm like I want to do that and so sophomore year I was really productive literally because my roommate inspired me and I was like I don't want to be like I don't want to look like I'm lazy so I I like stepped up my game yeah to like match hers which was really good for both of us um so yeah and and then obviously like not to like really like compare and contrast but then this year my roommate I probably told you Liv she's our best friend um she sleeps until two though and I found myself sleeping until two I'm like not two like later later and I'm like shoot I don't like this because we would like go to bed really late literally just like like fucking around like doing the most random weird but like fun things but then, yeah, we'd go to bed at, like, 4 a.m., and I'd wake up at, like, 11. I'm like, okay, wait, I can't be doing this. This is not good. Um, so I, I, I don't do that anymore. I put myself on a more, like, structured sleep schedule where I get up a lot earlier and kind of go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, but, yeah, during the beginning of the semester, it was pretty bad, just my sleep schedule. And so that caused me to be a lot less productive, too, So it's kind of, um, that's just one little thing. And I think I see the most growth in my spirituality and like my walk with God when I hang out with like my best guy friend, his name's Colin, um, and he's a Christian as well. And we just like relate so well on everything life related. And he by far, is like the person that's most similar to me in terms of our outlook on life because you know we're both christian and um, can relate really well on that so yeah i think when i just hang out with him i feel like the closest to god and understand really what like god is doing in my life and yeah colin just brings me a lot closer to god so which is good i love that i don't have anyone here that I feel that way about because that unfortunately is not where I focus a lot of my time and energy and I know that it should be and when I go home I feel the most connected because my mom Mm. is extremely close to God and like will study scripture with me like um, we'll go to worship together and I don't really do that here because I don't know why, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely harder in college and as our schedules pack up. So, yeah. And I mean, that's another thing here is, um, I have heard from pretty much most people who come up to me personally in talk about the podcast are saying I love this concept because nobody here in like our environment because I hang out a lot like at the bars like I'm in Greek life like Mm -hmm. I party a lot like and like so do they like people I talk to they're like no really no one in like this immediate environment is like close with God or at least like open about it and it makes it really hard because you can't like approach 
it's nowadays too it's weird to approach people that you don't know if they're like religious and like start talking about it because yeah. i this is a tangent sorry guys but i feel like a lot of they're times used to it now. they're used to it you guys know what's up but i feel like a lot of times like it could even be like offensive or frowned upon or mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying so it's not easy you guys like in an environment where you don't feel like safe like talking about your faith or like you're not directly surrounded by it and you've got other things to do and you've got distractions and everything and like it's hard so i found that like even being like surrounded by karina inspires me because at karina <laughs> sorry to mean it like that because she's definitely i feel like more like in tune with her faith than i am but it's because you surround yourself with more people of faith than I do, I feel like. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's not, like, a bad no, thing. No, also, yeah, it's not a yeah. bad thing, but it's just to go along with what we're talking about. Yeah, I think, though, too, people here, they're a good handful, I would beg, I would love to assume, are yeah. close with God. But, yeah, it's not known publicly. They don't make it. Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> and um But it's just hard to like connect if you're not talking about Yeah, it. and I'm I'm kind of I'm not surprised because I'm not super like I mean I guess I'm definitely more public about it now than I used to be. But um I mean yeah, on Instagram I'll like occasionally post something God related or Christian related. And in my mind it's like everyone sees it. So whenever, like, someone comes up to me, they're like, oh, yeah, like, or we start talking, like, I didn't know you're Christian. And in my head, I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> but I just posted all that. I'm like, they probably didn't, like, didn't even put yeah, together. or don't even see it and pay attention. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, which, which I totally understand. So then it's like, well, then a lot of people, I'm sure, are Christian and just, it's not blown up on their Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, which it shouldn't be like that shouldn't be how you advertise your faith on your instagram solely yeah um so yeah it's it's kind of challenging though to find the right way to navigate like okay how do i publicly make my faith known without making it like like without like selling it yeah like i'm a business man trying to sell christianity um which is should never be like that yeah which is a hard spot to navigate but um well it's like too like i don't know if this is a bad comparison but like in a place like here when you're talking about faith or christianity or religion whatever it's literally i don't want to say this this is bad but it's literally like being no i'm not gonna make i'm not gonna make this analogy because I can, we can get canceled for it, and I and I don't believe it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say it. But tell me after. I I will. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like my sense of humor is just really bad, especially nowadays. But um, nowadays that I'm not close with God. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like. Ooh. But it's just like you never know here. Like some places, yeah. it's like yeah, you probably are. But here, it's like eh, like who who knows. Like, who knows in terms of other people? Like, 
in terms yeah, like of like you can't other, just assume things about people. No, but I'm talking about like faith. Like you can like you could probably assume that half these people are alcoholics, but you oh. probably couldn't assume that half of them are Christian. Whereas if you were to go to somewhere like my my hometown, for example, like you could probably like venture guess. Yeah. I don't know if that true. makes any sense, but um yeah, that's how I feel. But back on the topic of people that you surround yourself with. Um I love what you said about Colin because I believe like that to be true about you. Um to stray away from faith, I feel like my current best friends like completely like bring out the best in me. Like I was using my friend Christina as an example. I don't know if she's listening probably. Um, she is high. Um, but that she just like has the most amazing like outlook on life and she's so just like genuine and such like a free spirit and is just so I feel like grounded and like knows who she is. And I had never met someone like that before I met her. And she's a year older than me and like she was someone that I really looked up to and I feel like has really shaped a lot of my personality and made me a lot more like confident straightforward if that Mm -hmm. makes sense because I wasn't really I was confident before I met her but I don't think I was able to like portray that the way I wanted to and I feel like she like really brought that out of me ever since like we I like surrounded myself with her more and more yeah. I see her every day now. Like, she's my coworker and one of my best friends. So, yeah. That's my example of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, and I, they probably do not care, but who I really want to share this. Is Christine, but another thing I've always this is a yeah, sorry. Another thing I've always loved and admired about Christine is she knows how to just hang around perfectly, like guys and girls. Anybody. Like she's such like a broad girl around guys. Like she's literally just like their little sister. And, yeah, like, she's so funny and like she knows exactly how to hang around guys and like be like bro yeah and guys love it because it's like not weird like she's literally like a sister yeah to them. but then also around like her girlfriends she's just like she's just the, the most like nurturing and yeah person. and just yeah. like the sweetest like girly you know just like riding with the girls and it's like just to being like being able to like navigate both genders so <laughs> like with with such ease Christine you know? does navigate both genders. <laughs> yeah. wink, wink. So anyway, we love you, Christine. Shout out. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> so um, I feel like in summary, our two perspectives we laid on the table here tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> were tonight, this morning, this evening, whatever. Sunday evening, we'll say. That's when we got this done, huh? True. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so our two perspectives were, you know, how surrounding yourself with like-minded people is great. It's wonderful to, um, you know, really have those relational connections with people where they can bring out the most in you and where it's very easy to connect and relate with. But then again, how surrounding yourself with people who are different from you is equally as wonderful because they introduce new dynamics into your life, bring about new ideas, new perspectives, and just give you, you know, the opportunity to open your mind more to different things. And this ties in, these two ideas tie into the fact that who you surround yourself with matters, like for better or for worse. 
all adds to your overall experience in life. And the more you branch out, the better. Yes. Because the more you branch out, the more people you're going to meet, the more horrible people you're going to meet, the more good people you're going to meet, the more people who are going to bring out the best in you, the more people who are going to help you learn lessons. So the people that you surround yourself with matters. Exactly. And as Luke Bryan once said, I believe most people are good. (laughs) I'm cutting that out. You're feral. (laughs) But yes, anyways, relationships are the key to life. They're the most beautiful thing God has given us. You know, God has created us to live in community with one another. We're not meant to live on our own, be isolated. We are meant to share this experience of life with others, with everyone around us. So we should do that. (laughs) Emil, branch out, meet as many people as you can. Me and Serena recruitment last week. Like after every time I talked to a girl would go curl up on a ball on the couch and be like, (laughs) I'm never talking to anyone ever again. That's because that talk is like so like fake and phony. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, ooh, hello. Someone's home. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyways, thank you all for tuning in tonight. And um, oh my gosh, side story. Actually, I thought she was talking, but she was watching a TV show the other night, and it was like the top rated show on Netflix. And this um, guy was like criticizing his girlfriend. He was like, You talk in British accents, and you're not even British. And I look at Ashley, and I'm like, I do that all the time. And she was like, Shit, you do. I don't know about how to do it. Cool story, because <laughs> I think you're just accidentally talking to British actors. Cool story, bro. Just now. now make me a sandwich. <laughs> what? You know those shirts? Oh my gosh, we're going to have so many tangents. <laughs> I know. You know those shirts you'd say in the mall? Literally cool say what? Cool story, life. bro, period. Now make me a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, good. I'm not making you a sandwich. So we'll see you next week. No, no, no. I'm not saying you say. Okay. Um. But yeah, we'll see. next week is a year that College Chick Chapel has been a thing. Yes. And so we'll have something special for you. And then the week after that is Valentine's Day. Woo! And we have something extra special for that. It's like a, I don't know, you guys will see. I'm more excited about it than Karina is, but. I'm excited. It'd be like that sometimes. So, anyways, I hope you all had an amazing day today, as amazing as mine was. <laughs> and that we'll see you next week. We do um, hope that on College Chicks Chapel, Chapel baby. baby.